Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So I hope you all are having a great Monday. Um, once again, I got busy, forgot that I needed to film the podcast just like next or last week. I need to get better at this, but I, I found out that I had a doctor's appointment and then I've had homework and stuff. So it's been kind of busy today, but I am here. I'm ready to talk to you guys. Like I said, hopefully your days are going well and hopefully school is going well. If not, you can always DM me if you want to talk or anything, but I just want to hop right into it. So in my last episode, I told you guys that I wanted to do less of the DMs when it comes to giving you guys advice just because I want to make this podcast more focused on me actually talking about certain tea topics and that doesn't mean that I'm never going to give you guys advice because I still will do it every single episode but um, as of recently I've just decided that I wanted to do it a little bit less so that it doesn't take up whole episodes because lately I've been getting DMs and it's just too much for me to talk about Um, and then I'm just gonna have to delay those till next week and then the week after and whatever so it's just a mess. Last podcast I talked about how you guys can send voice messages into me um, and I feel like that's kind of a more authentic way for me to give advice just because I can hear you guys and stuff and I was very surprised that I even got one person to send me in something but I got I, th- I want to say two or three um, and there was someone else that was supposed to send in one but I don't think they ever ended up doing that so maybe I'll just wait till next week to see if they did but I just want to upfront thank the three of you that sent something in because that was super nice of you guys and I was very very excited when the first one came in because I was like oh my god someone actually did it I wasn't expecting anyone to do it just because um even though I have a decent amount of listeners, I don't really have an audience where I, I, I would say like my audience is, is on the younger side, but I also do have some older people. It's kind of mixed, but like I would say that it's young enough that people probably don't feel comfortable sending in voice messages, which is totally fine. But I just wanted to say that if any of you guys change your mind about sending a voice message in and want to send one in next week because you see how it works now, if you're afraid of people like judging your voice or you're just not comfortable with people hearing your voice or anything then um, you can send one in and I can distort your voice so I can make it kind of sound like if you guys have ever watched Spill Sesh um, she kind of like makes her voice uh, filtered so I could do something like that or I can just like pitch it down or pitch it up basically just changing how your voice sounds because I had some people say that like they didn't want to send one in because of their voice or like because they had an accent or something like that which is totally fine like it this is a completely like safe space I'm not like judgmental or anything and I'd just be very happy if I got any messages next week so yeah with that I'm going to play the first one hi I'm from the UK and I was just wondering um if I could have some advice so um my boyfriend hasn't told his parents that we're going out and we've been going out for some time and I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do because I mean we kind of want to go to each other's houses and stuff but he hasn't told his parents so obviously he can't and yeah I was just wondering do you have any advice for me so in this situation I would probably say maybe talk to him about this and I know that seems like very predictable like you probably knew I was gonna say that but honestly like you need to communicate with him and be like okay well how long is this gonna last when are you going to tell your parents like this could be an issue if he is holding it back for so long like this information it could be harmful to your relationship and you said that you've been going out for some time but I don't know how long that is like if it's been like 
a month plus like I feel like that's pretty concerning just because in order to be in a relationship even with like I understand like COVID and stuff like that but if you're being careful and it's not like extremely bad in your area I I think it's okay to like see him when it comes to like just being in a relationship like I think that it's really really weird and unusual for people to not see each other especially if it's been you know a month or two months or three months I really don't know how long it's been because you didn't say but I just think that like that could definitely be concerning just because like if he hasn't told them yet like you need to ask him like when are you going to tell them because that's definitely really important like you can't really go about a relationship without being able to hang out with them if you know what I'm saying like I I had a friend who literally did the same exact thing and it just didn't really work out because the guy just wasn't really interested in waiting for her to like sort that all out and stuff and so um I just think that like if you really want it to work and he really wants it to work then you guys need to find out a way for him to tell his parents or some sort of solution um so that you guys can see each other here is the next one hi sister spill I was wondering if you could give me some advice on how to deal with people making fun of me based off of my height Okay, so this is definitely um, something that is sad to me because I know that like a lot of times when people make fun of people's heights, like it's kind of like a funny thing, like ha ha ha, like you're so short or whatever, but there's a difference between like friends playfully like teasing you and people actually bullying you and saying rude things to you because of something that you can't change. There's a huge difference um, between those two and so I think that if it happens to be that where people are insulting you because of your height well that's obviously something that you can change like you have no control over that you don't know if you're going to grow more if you're going to stay stay the same height whatever um but i think that like it really depends on the situation like if these are actual bullies that are purposely just trying to make you feel bad for something definitely stand up for yourself and you know don't believe anything they say I know that's easier said than done make sure that you like talk to people about it and maybe try and confront them about it like at some point like it's got to stop and it's not okay for people to do that um if it happens to be a situation where you have friends that are saying this but they don't know that it's hurting you that's different because maybe they don't know that them making fun of you over and over again which you know they might have thought was a joke can actually harm you and make you feel bad about yourself so I think that like if it is a friend situation and it's people you know that don't mean any harm towards you maybe communicate with them and be like hey like I know you think this is a joke but I'd really rather if you would just stop making jokes about my height just because it's like hurtful towards me and I feel really horrible when you do that so um if it's that kind of situation definitely communicate but if it's not and it's just random people like constantly making fun of you then I think first of all get your confidence like if you ever doubt that just think that like they're literally is no one in the world that is exactly like you and sometimes people see that as like a negative thing but I see as an absolute positive thing just because like you can want to change as much things as you want about yourself but you're always going to want to change something else or you're always going to want to be something else maybe if you suddenly grew overnight maybe you would be tall and then someone would make fun of you for being tall and then you'd want to be short again like I know that's like a horrible example but my whole point is like you really need to learn how to love yourself as you are just because that's something that you can't change your height is uncontrollable obviously and it's just kind of up to like if your body wants to grow or not um but just know that it's really not your fault and if anyone says anything about it then 
I think that they're just that's just kind of a reflection of the person they are and they're not really good people if they think that that's funny. And here is the last voice message. I had a BFF that was my ride or die in second grade. She moved to North Carolina using college Zara. She gave me a paper with her mom's phone number. My mom threw it away. Not meaning it due to me five years later. I would cry myself sleep or have a medical breakout and still do. I'm in second grade. I don't know what to do. And it doesn't have a red receipt. I contact I contact her and my parents call me lazy without knowing all the work I have to do. I go to a prestigious all girls college prep school and I barely get enough sleep sometimes and I have a whole bunch of judgmental family and I'm always like I'm always like, Oh, what are people gonna think if I do this or that? And I also wanna start a YouTube channel for Roblox and I'm twelve years old and I don't know how to approach it to my parents because I asked four years ago and they said after we come older so I don't know what to do but I love you. I also DM you. Okay, first of all, you're so cute. Thank you for the message and I'm just gonna kinda start backwards. The last thing that you said about wanting to start a YouTube channel, um, but you asked four years ago and your parents said no. Well first of all, listen to yourself. Four years ago, you asked. Four years. A lot can change in four years. So my first piece of advice to you is to go up to them and ask them again because it's been four years. That's a long time. And so maybe it's possible that they could have changed your mind. Because if you asked four years ago, if you're 12 now, like what, you were like eight or something. So clearly, like maybe they thought maybe that was like a little bit too young for you to have a YouTube channel. But now that you're 12, I feel like you're old enough for sure to have one. Um, I mean, I had one all through elementary school. But but I just think that maybe talking to them about it would help and just be like, hey, it's been four years and I really, really want to start a channel. What do you think about this? And if they say no, maybe just ask them why. And then maybe you can come up with a compromise. Like maybe if they're like, well, we don't want you telling people your identity online. Well, then maybe you can say, okay, I won't say my name. I'll come up with a fake name or whatever it may be. So try and compromise with them and come up with solutions um, when it comes to making a YouTube channel because that'll make them feel better about it. And then what you said about your family being judgmental, first of all, I'm sorry about that because that can definitely suck. Um, I think that like everyone has a little bit of a judgmental kind of personality trait within them for sure, but I, I can definitely see how some people are more judgmental than others and that can be hard, especially when it's your family because those are people that, you know, you love and you want to trust, but it's hard because maybe you feel like you can't be yourself around them because they're going to judge you. Um, and I think that that is definitely hard, but I also think that like having self-confidence and kind of like knowing what you're doing is for you and not for anyone else like I know that doesn't seem like it makes sense but it kind of all ties together like if you have high confidence you shouldn't care about what they think so even if they are judgmental which they shouldn't be and maybe you should talk to them about that I just think that knowing your worth and just being like I don't really care what they think of me because I'm going to do what's best for me and what's what makes me happy. I think that that's a really good mindset to have. And then you said that you weren't sleeping well. Um, and I don't know what like the, the cause of that is necessarily. Maybe it's like mental health. Maybe it's just other issues or you're stressed or maybe you just can't sleep. This is a very funny piece of advice, but I would say listen to my podcast before you go to bed. And I'm only saying that. I'm not saying that to be like, oh my God, like stream my podcast. No, I'm saying it just because a lot of people have DM me and said that they listen to it while they are getting ready for bed or before they sleep or whatever and it helps them fall asleep so if you ever need something to help you fall asleep if you don't do this already maybe listen to my podcast or listen to any sort of podcast I've found that it helps me to fall asleep to podcasts so if that helps um that would be great um as for the rest of it it was a very 
drama filled um, message because you you touched a lot of topics and I think there's like a one minute limit on anchor where you can only send like a minute long message so I'm guessing that's why you were talking so fast and adding as many topics in as you could so props to you for that Um, but I think that like overall what it sounds like is that you have struggled with friend issues and then your parents you said like your mom calls you lazy or whatever um, and all sorts of stuff and I just feel like maybe you're feeling pretty pressured by your family and you also said that you've had mental breakdowns and you still do which is definitely concerning and what I can say for all of that is like make sure that you're either getting help or you have someone to talk to and whether that be DMing me or talking to a friend or your parents even even if it's not your parents that's okay as long as you have someone like a trusted adult even a teacher a counselor at school like there are so many people that are willing to help you if you maybe just reach out for help or ask a friend or something because I found that like talking to people about your problems it doesn't make them go away but it definitely helps knowing that someone listened to you and that you are just letting it all out because a lot of times with me like especially throughout this whole pandemic like I haven't really been able to see people and so it's been hard because I have like a lot of bottled up emotions or just like stress or issues or whatever that I just don't tell anyone about which is something I need to work on for sure but it's just hard because if you bottle it all up and don't tell anyone like it's only gonna get worse because you're not letting any of that frustration or emotional distress out so my advice to you is just keep your head up you got this and I think that whatever happened, it's going to be totally fine. Okay, so those are all the voice messages that I'm going to respond to, but as promised, I'm going to finish up the rest of the advice DMs that people have sent me um, from last week and then a few this week that I accepted, but after this, like I said, I'm not going to accept any more advice DMs for the podcast. Now, you can DM me all you want about advice and I'll respond to you in the DM, but I'm just not going to respond to it on the podcast for the time being. I know that that could be a little controversial because it seems like it was kind of 50-50. Like some people DM me and said, I like the long advice segments on your podcasts and some people DM me saying that they like it shorter. Um, So it's very mixed. So I'm just going to kind of try out both. Maybe like I'll do a little bit more each week, um, kind of alternate. I don't know, whatever you guys like best. Of course, feedback is very much appreciated. So this person said, I got my phone last year but I really feel like I can't do stuff without it I don't read as often anymore and I'm not productive at all anymore do you have any tips love you love you too and this is definitely something that hit close to home because I am you like I have struggled with this for the past couple years I think I got my phone in like the summer of fifth grade so going into sixth grade I had a phone it was an iPhone 6 that was my first phone um before that I had like an iPod it was okay at first like I didn't feel addicted but definitely do now like I I know that I'm addicted to my phone and honestly every single person around me I know is addicted to their phone too like I rarely meet people who aren't and and that's sad because it's not something to be proud of and I definitely have noticed like I used to be a huge reader like I'm telling you guys I read all the Harry Potter books in second grade I would literally not take any bathroom breaks um, because I just wanted to keep reading. Like, I would take my books everywhere, and I was like that throughout kind of middle school, and then maybe, like, seventh, eighth grade, I kind of slowed down a little bit, but I was still reading, but now in high school, like, I completely have lost track of how much I love reading, just because instead of picking up a book, I choose to be on social media or on my phone, which is really, really sad to me, because I feel like books have shaped who I am as a person. Like, I am not 
myself if I'm not reading. I just don't feel like myself anymore just because I don't read as much. So I definitely relate with you on that. And I think that it's really, really good that you notice that because self-awareness is definitely super important. And so if you notice that, that's like the first step that you can take to kind of fix that issue. And I'm not saying that being on social media at all is bad because it's not, but you should definitely limit the amount of time that you're on it. And I know that that's hard because these companies like specifically target people and make them so they want to stay on these apps longer. And if you haven't listened to my episode where I talked about the danger of social media, definitely listen to that because it really captures a lot of the points that I would say, but you know, I've already talked about it before, so I'm not going to reiterate everything, but I just wanted to say that like it it is really dangerous um, technology. Like you can go on there to maybe send a text to someone and then you end up being on there for an hour because you get a notification from Instagram and then you click on someone's DM, you're like, oh, I'm going to respond to them real quick. And then you see an Instagram story that someone posted and then they tag someone and then you stalk this person's profile and so on. And it just gets like an endless loop, like you cannot escape social media because you don't realize how much time you're spending on it. And I think that that's super important to just know, at least if you know it, like at the very least, if you're aware that social media, like these platforms are designed with algorithms to make it so they're addictive. Like I don't think you guys understand, I mean some of you guys probably do, but a lot of people don't understand like how dangerous this is. Like they create these platforms to keep you online at all times and they don't really care what they have to do to do that. So I think that it's really good that you recognize that you're on your phone a lot more and you're not reading as much and stuff because like I said, that's the first step to fixing it. Um, And I think that like as far as advice, I would definitely recommend setting time limits using the screen time app on your phone if you have an iPhone. If you don't have an iPhone, I'm sure that there's an app for that for like Android or whatever phone you use. It's very, very important to limit the time on so if you use like the time limit thing and you say okay I'm gonna be on Instagram for only 30 minutes a day um, kind of just set like little goals in your head and if you end up you know breaking those rules and you decide okay I'm gonna be on for 45 minutes today or whatever it's okay to do that every once in a while but if you constantly notice yourself needing social media or needing technology um, and you feel like you're not okay without it then that's when it's an issue and it's hard for me because you know like I would delete Instagram if I could but I also feel like I can't because I have to respond to your guys's dms which is totally fine with me like I have to have Instagram to keep up with the tea and that's my job and that's fine with me I think there's just like finding the balance between how you spend your time on your phone. Like if you use your phone to read the news, do school stuff, maybe play games every once in a while or take pictures or something, I think that's totally fine. Social media is really just the most addictive part of it. So maybe I think start with trying to limit your use on social media and I think that you'll see a big difference Um, and maybe just occupy yourself with listening to music or my podcast or whatever and just pick up a book one time and it has to be a good book because kind of wrapping up my whole story like I know that I said that I've read way less recently but I did find a book that I just had sitting on my bookshelf for a year or two or longer and I was like you know what I'm finally just gonna read this I was bored one day I picked it up 
literally it got me so glued and I just felt like myself again I was like oh my god like I really missed reading and I finished that whole book really fast and then I'm reading the second book now so I think that it's just really important to like just pick up a book and see where it takes you that's the first step just start reading again and then I think you'll realize what you're missing out on okay so this next person said hi I just want to say I love your podcast I listen to it all the time thank you so much Um, I recently went camping with one of my guy friends and he also invited his friends. In the beginning, I felt very left out because everyone knew each other and the one person I knew was my guy friend. He would take little glances at me, then look away. The next day, he saw me alone and he ended up talking to me more than usual. It was very weird because he's never really acted like this with me before. If I even heard correctly, he mumbled under his breath saying, I want to kiss you. Everything was going well until his friends came back and he started acting different. He was still nice to me, but he kind of left me a little. Please give me some advice. I'm really lost and I have absolutely no idea. So this is definitely a unique one. Um, Definitely a change from like toxic friendships. You said that he kind of like changed a little bit, not like drastically, but like a little bit when his friends were there and you know compared to how he was alone with you and I think that that's probably just like maybe the pressure of how people feel like they need to act around their friends just because I know me like specifically I act a certain way around some of my friends and then a different way around other people like it really depends and I think everyone has this habit but some more than others and so I think that maybe he just feels a little bit pressured by like having his friends around maybe he feels like he has to act a little bit more chill and not so much like oh I'm paying attention to a girl more like haha like I don't care I'm having fun like if that makes sense so I think that like it's not that he doesn't like you because I definitely think he does from what you've told me I think that maybe he just doesn't quite know how to approach it or maybe he feels awkward doing that around his friends so as far as something to do maybe just straight up and I know this can be scary because if I were you like I would not be bold enough to do this but in case you are bold enough to do to do this I think that it's probably the best option if you just text him or talk to him in person and just be like hey like I don't know if I'm reading things wrong but I just feel like you did this or said this or whatever like maybe you might like me and I was just wondering if I'm right about that or if I was just completely misreading the situation you know kind of just give him room to explain um obviously you don't have to say those exact words because I probably word it differently but you know something along the lines of that just kind of communicate with him and maybe if you're too scared to do that maybe like communicate with one of his friends that you know um maybe not those people because I'm pretty sure you said you only knew him out of those guys but like if there's another guy that you know that his that's his friend maybe like talk to them and just be like hey do you know what's going on with so and so um I don't know if that was helpful at all but hopefully it was okay so this person said I met this girl named Abby she's a nice and fun girl but she's strong and likes to fight and touch me sometimes she says it's a joke but I'm the kind of person who doesn't like fighting or touching because of the pandemic and I only like being affectionate to people who are really close to me I told her this many times but she won't stop and even though I tell her she doesn't I'm scared to leave her because I'm scared of what she'll do like crying blame me etc but I'm also scared of staying because of what she does i'm actually not the only friend that she's done this to what should i do um this is another unique one um i think that like this definitely is relatable just because i remember middle school it wasn't as severe as your situation but there was this one girl that i remember was like friendly with me and i liked her um but she was just a very like touchy like I don't know contact type of person and so like I remember we would be walking out of class and she would kind of like I think there was one time where she just kind of like punched me in the arm and she was kind of like a taller like stronger type girl and so I felt like it kind of hurt more than she thought it did and like I'm I guess I'm skinny you could say like I'm pretty skinny and so like it didn't feel great and I just remember being like 
uh she would just kind of laugh it off and like she did it kind of multiple times but she was just kind of like that type of person and so I totally understand not liking that at all because for me like I don't really like being affectionate with people um unless I'm close with them also so I definitely relate with you on that and I think that it's really hard when you have someone who is not respecting your boundaries and not listening to you when you tell them like hey I do not like this at all I think it's really tricky because you said that you're you're afraid of what she'll do if you decide to leave her like maybe she'll start crying or like manipulate you or whatever you should just be very aware and be prepared for that and as long as you have the mindset of like I'm not gonna listen to her or feel bad for her no matter how badly she tries to manipulate me like I think that's a good way to approach it just because I ultimately think being friends with her is just not gonna work especially if she continuously decides to ignore your boundaries and what makes you feel uncomfortable don't worry about her reaction because I think that ultimately it's gonna be best for you and I think that like staying with her would probably be worse okay so this next person said I just want to say that your podcast is amazing and I look forward to Mondays so that I can listen to it thank you so much um, anyways, I really want to improve on my grades. I failed a few classes and I really want to try harder, but I end up procrastinating all the time. Even if I put my phone in another room, I will always go to that room and use my phone for another hour or so. What should I do so that I can stay focused and study to improve my academics? Okay, so this kind of ties into the one that I kind of mentioned a couple, um, ago where that girl said that she you know, struggled with being motivated because she wanted to just be on her phone and stuff. And I think that like, I would give you the same advice I gave her as far as like maybe setting screen time limits on your phone. Um, but I appreciate the fact that like you've tried to put your phone in other rooms because that's definitely like a big step because a lot of people I know could just not take it and not do that, like probably including me. Um, so I think that that's really smart of you to try at least. And even though it didn't really work, as long as you're trying and you're making an attempt to be better, that's obviously like a really really good thing to start with and I understand like the struggle with school because I'll be doing my homework and then I'm like well I need to take a break after doing my homework for like five minutes and so I go on my phone and I'm like okay I'm just gonna check my snapchats and that ends up being I scroll on tiktok for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or sometimes an hour and then I'm like okay time to go back to my homework I do my homework for a little bit and then I go back on my phone and it's just an endless cycle and I totally understand because so many people I know and people like my age definitely struggle with this and it's hard because it's not something that we should be struggling with but at the same time like I, I hope you realize that it's not entirely your fault like yes it's your choice to use your phone but I'm telling you guys these companies are sort of evil in the way that they design their their social media algorithms and platforms because they truly do make it so that you want to stay on there as much as possible and I get it because without social media you kind of feel like you're missing out like I I understand like if you are off Instagram for the whole day or off Snapchat or TikTok or whatever like I there have been times where like I've gone camping or whatever I haven't had service so I just haven't been able to check my phone for like a day or two sometimes and I just always feel like I I'm missing something like like oh what tea am I missing or did anyone text me or whatever but I always find that when I come back to my phone after a day or two or how long however long it's been nothing really changed and I definitely get like the feeling of wanting to keep up with TikTok trends and whatever like like I said social media I think is okay as long as you restrict yourself and you use it for only a short amount of time because you can scroll as long as you want but all you're doing is wasting your time and if you think about it like it's so scary to think that like you are on your phone you're looking at like a piece of metal for nine hours a day sometimes or some people do it for 12 hours or eight hours or whatever how many hours 
are you spending just staring at a screen? Yeah, you're watching funny videos. Yeah, you're having fun, but is it worth it? So maybe I know that it's easier said than done, but if you really just start the deep thinking process about it, I think that that can definitely change your actions because if you truly understand in your mind how bad it is for you, I don't think that you're going to want to keep doing it. But I'm really glad that you're still trying to prioritize prioritize your academics and something that actually really helped me is some advice that I got in middle school I think it was go on your phone for 30 minutes literally set a timer for 30 minutes and just go on your phone the timer goes off and then do your homework for 30 minutes and set a timer when the timer goes off you can go back on your phone and I did this one night and I was like I don't really think I'm going to be able to keep on the schedule I kept on the schedule and it was so helpful and I really didn't think it was going to be helpful because I was like, there's no way, like I'm going to get distracted or whatever. But just knowing that like I was only doing that for 30 minutes and then I could be on my phone for 30 minutes, like that's what helped me because I think that like knowing that I could kind of anticipate how much longer I was going to be doing this, like it made the whole difference. Like it's almost like when you're sitting in class and you can't see the clock and so you just really can't focus because you're like, I really don't know when this class is getting out like this is getting so tiring versus when you can see the clock and you know exactly how much time there is left and you can kind of like separate that like okay 15 minutes left like that's not that long and so I just think that like it makes a difference kind of timing yourself just because then you know exactly when you get to stop and it's it's a like a break for yourself and it's so much nicer so please try that and let me know how that works okay once again giving you guys advice is taking much longer than I originally thought so i'm going to move any of those that i haven't responded to yet to next week just so i can have some more content for you guys in case i don't get any voice messages but i'm sorry if i didn't respond to yours this week i will respond to it next week for sure because i'm i only have a few left so it's gonna be fine but if you're worried about it maybe just kind of send me a follow-up dm and just be like hey don't forget to include this in your next podcast um for this episode i wanted to talk about addison ray and bryce hall and that is just because I've seen a lot of buzz around them lately, obviously because they've been very on and off. I want to say um, during like the holidays last year is when I kind of feel like they peaked. Like I remember they had like a New Year's kiss. They were hanging out a lot in the months before that and everyone was kind of shipping them together. And me personally, like I've always liked them together and I don't know what it is about them, but I just, I do. And, and I'm not a fan of Bryce. I really am not. Like I don't like any of the things that he's done in the past. And as much as people want to like him and say that he's changed, I, I only think that there's like so much a person can do to change. Ultimately, you're going to be the person you are. Um, And so I think that like the fact that he's made so many mistakes over and over and over again and continues to be controversial and get into drama really says something about his character. And, and I'm not saying he's like a super, super bad person, but I definitely think that he's not someone that I would want to support. Something about him and Addison together, I don't know what it is, but I just really, really like them together. And I remember like not really paying attention to them being together when it all first started um and then I saw that they broke up and I was like oh like whatever I didn't really care and then I feel like throughout like quarantine or whatever I kind of started seeing ship edits of them or just like people posting old tiktoks of them or there would be tea between them and I was like wait they're kind of cute and I now really like them together I don't know what it is like I said there has been a lot of on and off going on with their relationship like they were together for a couple months it seemed like and then they never really officially confirmed it but people like knew you know they were talking regardless 
of whether or not it was official or not like they were a thing and it's been interesting to see like over these months i'll see on tiktok room like oh addison unfollowed bryce or at one point like addison's mom and bryce's mom unfollowed each other which is funny because i saw a post the other day from tiktok room where it showed a picture of the two together and they were like oh looks like these moms have squashed the beef and i'm like oh my god like the fact that their moms had drama too is just so funny to me but i i get it like if you found out that your son or daughter was involved in a breakup or whatever like i i get not really wanting to be associated with the family depending on what happened with the breakup we'll never know because obviously that's private and they haven't told us anything it's very mixed with them like i feel like initially a lot of people ship the two of them together just because they were cute and everything and people were excited and you know they were that was kind of around when like the hype house was created and addison was still in it and you know it was just getting a lot of buzz all those tiktokers were super popular and so i think it was very exciting for the fans to see that content between the two of them because it was it was something new and of course the internet loves to see relationships they love to see drama they love to see couples get together and ship people together like that's just what the internet and social media loves to do i think that like most people can agree like going on tiktok it's really interesting to see like relationship videos like a guy and a girl that are friends or a girl and a girl whoever it may be and ship them like it's kind of a fun almost like a game oh what's the newest content like there have been so many people where i've i've looked at them before they got into a relationship and i was like oh i really ship them and then slowly i would see them like kind of give hints that they liked each other and then you know they would post a picture to the social media saying they were dating the whole like chase of it and the excitement of it is super fun so a lot of people on the internet are always just looking for for that new couple to ship or that new pair to get together like it's just an exciting thing to watch out for but with bryce and addison i think that over time throughout their multiple breakups because it was clear that they've just been on and off between interviews where he was like no i'm not talking to anyone or where he was just like oh we're just friends and she was like oh we're just friends or she would ignore questions from paparazzi when asked about him you know all sorts of things like they have been so on and off between last year and now and it's just been super confusing for the fans and so i think that like with them being so on and off especially lately people have gotten tired of them and not everyone but i'm just saying good chunk of people i've noticed um and maybe it's just the tiktok room comments because i notice that those tend to be really judgmental that comment section i think that people have been kind of annoyed at the fact that like addison keeps going back to him or vice versa whatever and the fact that they seem like they're broken up one day and then they're together the next there comes a point where people are just tired of the confusion and they want an answer and addison and bryce don't have to give anyone an answer they they don't owe anything to us like yes when you're a public figure you know some of your life can be on display but ultimately like it's their decision what they want to put on the internet and what they don't want to put on the internet and so i totally respect like their choice when it comes to not wanting to tell paparazzi things about their relationship or not wanting to tell their fans that they're dating whatever it may be they definitely do want some sort of attention because like when addison posts tiktoks of her and bryce or if he posts tiktoks of them together they're obviously doing that for some reason like they want attention from it they want people to be like oh my god you guys are together like if they wanted it to be extremely secret they wouldn't have posted with each other at all but lately in the past couple months they have posted tiktoks together they've been seen together all sorts of stuff they've been seen kissing like holding hands it's it's very clear that they're a thing but they've yet to 
really acknowledge it. It's hard, you know, the internet can be judgmental. A lot of people have been hating on Addison in general lately. And just overall, people tend to hate on Addison so much, which is sad. I get the reason why they wouldn't want to disclose their relationship on social media as much as people want them to just because people are judgmental and it's hard because you know the second that you say me and Bryce are dating well then here come the hate comments or here come the overwhelming comments where everyone's like I love you guys together can you make this and this or you guys should make this YouTube video or where's Bryce or where's Addison or like why aren't you guys together you know people are just so demanding and they think that these creators owe them everything about their life and all these details and stuff which is totally not true like they have the right to keep anything private that they want to keep private but I do understand the frustration with fans where it's like, well, you clearly are posting these TikToks of Bryce, so you don't really care if people know, but then you avoid any questions about it or whatever. And I think that they've gotten a little bit more transparent recently just because Addison posted a TikTok with Bryce and like on Halloween, that was kind of like their most famous iconic TikTok, I feel like at least recently, where it was them dressed up on Halloween and people saw that they were together and they were like, oh my God, they're together again or whatever. And then she recently posted posted one where she like dodged a kiss from him and he had his like arm around her or whatever it may be and so it's very clear that they don't mind showing a little bit of their relationship on the internet and so I can see how people would be like why won't you just admit that you're dating and I get that but I also think that maybe from like Addison's perspective if they've been on and off so many times maybe she's afraid that it's not real or we're gonna break up again or whatever like I if I were her, I would have trust issues like, okay, well, is this time for real or are we just going to break up again? Because I can't tell, you know? So if I were her, I would be afraid of coming out officially to the, to the public and being like, hey, me and Bryce are dating because if they break up, you know, a month later, then that's kind of embarrassing and maybe not embarrassing, but just like not something that anyone really wants the judgment of because you already know what those comment sections would be like, wow, you guys broke up already or whatever. And then there'd just be all these like judgmental comments from people that I think is just really hard on someone, you know, obviously she probably tries to avoid reading comments, but at some point like she does. And so even if millions or thousands of people are sending her things or commenting, these creators still see these comments. And as much as you might think that your one comment out of thousands might not matter, it actually might be the one that they read. And some people have done this with me where like they'll comment on my videos, I'll get, you know, a couple thousand comments on a video or a couple hundred or whatever it may be. And people will comment something and sometimes it's hate. Sometimes I don't get that much hate, but when I do, like I, as a very sensitive person, I see that and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I wish I'd never read that. And I, I get anxiety when I'm reading my comments just because I, I tend to not look at my comments anymore just because I have gotten some hate. And so when I see that, it's not that I don't want to accept criticism. That's different. But when I see a hate comment or someone saying something rude to me, like it makes me just not want to read my comments at all. And so if you guys ever notice if I'm like not hearting as many people's comments on my YouTube comment sections or anything like that. It's not because I don't want to interact with you guys because I do, but I think that the best way for you guys to do that is through Instagram DM just because I get so anxious when scrolling through my YouTube comments because I'm just afraid that I'll see another hate comment and that seems ridiculous, but I feel like people underestimate the power of some words, you know, that people comment and it can be really hard to hear. So as far as Bryce and Addison, I can understand why they wouldn't officially want to announce their 
relationship but also it seems like they're sort of getting there just because Addison after she posted her like most recent TikTok with Bryce I think she was getting a lot of hate maybe it was just because of her and Bryce in general or I don't know what it was and so she turned off all of her comments but before she did that she commented on her own video and she just said I'm happy straight up like that so it was clear that like obviously she meant she's happy with Bryce I think that's definitely a step that she's taking where she's like it's okay to acknowledge him people already know that we're in a relationship so why hide it now just because like I said paparazzi have caught them like together like holding hands kissing whatever um on camera and so it's like kind of hard for them to avoid now like people know and so I think that she's like okay well I guess I have to acknowledge it but yeah more of the story I just wanted to talk about Addison and Bryce because they're a very like controversial couple and if any of you guys have thoughts on them like whether or not you ship them or not um dm me at sisterswillyt on instagram and with that I'm gonna close out the episode because I have homework to do it's a monday night I'm tired but I hope that you guys enjoyed and Let me know any sort of new formatting you want me to do with this podcast, maybe any new ideas you have for me, or if you just want me to do longer advice segments because I can go back to doing that, that would just mean I have less time to talk about tea, which is something that I do kind of want to talk about. But I do have some good ideas for topics um, coming up in my next episode, so I'm excited for that. And if you want to send me a voice message through Anchor, like I said, I can change your voice if you're uncomfortable with that. It would only be me listening to it, and trust me, I'm really not judgmental when it comes to that. If you want to send me a voice message, I will leave the link in my description of this podcast episode. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, all you have to do is click like read more or, you know, just click so that it shows the full description and then there should be a link there. And then you just click the link and the only catch is that you do have to make an account with Anchor, but you can literally like make a fake name. Like you can just put like Jake Paul or something and then put your email or whatever. And the reason they ask for your email is just so that they can notify you if I use your message in my podcast um, and then you'll kind of know exactly when it's out and everything like that. And if you want me to distort your voice, just it gives you an, uh, an option to write a message, like send a message with the recording and just let me know in that little comment box. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to DM me on Instagram, it's at sisterspillyt. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at sisterspill11. And if you want to follow me on TikTok for whatever reason, even though I don't post on there, it's at sisterspillyt as well. Same as my Instagram. Oh, and also, if you listen to this podcast all the way through, DM me your favorite celebrity couple or influencer or YouTuber couple. Hope you all have a lovely Monday or whatever day you're listening to this on, and I will talk to you guys next week.